are going to continue with Bible characters that are women in the Bible. And today we'll be talking about Deborah. Deborah. And if I would just give a bit of background, the Israelites, after the death of Joshua, were led by judges. And there is a cyclical pattern to the way the Israelites behave. When the judge, whatever, whosoever is a judge that God gives them, as long as the judge was alive, they behave. They follow God's pattern. But as soon as the judge dies, what happens? They turn away from God. They start to worship the gods of the people around them. So they sin against God. And what God will do is, God will send them into bondage. They will be oppressed. And then they will cry again. They will repent. God gives them another judge who goes there to deliver them. This has been the cyclical pattern. And so we have Othniel, followed by Ehud. These are the judges. And of all the judges God gave the Israelites, Deborah is the only woman, a judge, a prophetess, a woman of God, a wife. But the Bible never said, we never knew whether she bore any children. And after Ehud, what we realized that the Israelites, as usual, decided to follow their own ways. And this time around, they were troubled by King Jabin. King Jabin has the chief commander of his armed forces by name Sisera who had 900 chariots of men fitted with iron. And they oppressed the Israelites for 20 good years. And you know, whenever you're in trouble, who do you cry to? You cry again, God, I need your help. Deliver. So they cried unto God for deliverance. It was during this time that we have the woman called Deborah. Deborah means bee. She was Israel's fourth judge and the only female judge. Deborah also, as I said, was a prophetess, a woman of God. And because she's, she was a judge, she had a court. The Bible says in Judges 5, the inquiry of Ephraim under the palm, that is where Deborah held a court. Just the same way we have courtrooms here. That happened to be Deborah, Deborah's court. 
People go to Deborah for settlement of cases. She led using the wisdom of God to settle disputes. But on a very particular day, Deborah heard from God. There were distinct instructions given to Deborah. And Deborah relayed it by calling on the chief of armed forces of Israel by name Barak. He sent for Barak and he relayed the information. Go find 10,000 men from Naphtali and Zebulun. And then you will go to Mount Tabor. And that is where God is going to give Sisera into your hands. Clear message. No mess around. Go. Not 9,000 men. Not 10,500. Not 11,000. 10,000. That figure was specific. And where, from which family, this man will be taken, it was specific. Not just anybody. And as you will expect, Barak said, fine. I will do. But, you are going to follow me the battle. Here is a man, when we say a general in the army, we expect the general to be bold, to be brave. But then there was a bit of doubt. Maybe because they've been under oppression for a very long time. Maybe because of the various things or the various battles that Sisera, the armed uh, forces head of King David, had fought and won. We are talking of 900 men fitted with iron. So it sent jitters into the spine of Barak. And Barak said, yes, you brought the word of God to me. We will go together. Barak says, yes, I will go with you. Yes, I will go with you. But, because of the cause you have taken, God is going to lead the Sarah into the hand of a woman and go with deliver Israel through the hand of a woman. gives me some things to say. Do we still have people here who believe that God cannot use women? From the Bible we could see 
God can use you. The only criterion is do you surrender to him? The Bora was bold. Here is a woman. She was ready to go into the battle. Because Deborah believed the God that she serves. That's why I started forever, O oh Lord. Thy word is settled in heaven. If the Lord has spoken it, it will surely come to pass. Deborah was assured. She knew his God, a God. And the Bible tells us in Daniel, they that know their God, they shall be what? They shall be strong and they shall do what? Exploits. She knew the God she serves. And therefore she was ready to go into battle. See, church, it is not every battle that you need power for. There are, in fact, I will tell you what you need for every battle is God's wisdom. God's strategy. Choose this man, go onto the mount of Tabor. When you are on the mountain, you are easily, you will see the things below. Go get ready. And God knew how that battle will go because he has already gone ahead of, of them. So they gathered the 10,000 men with Deborah, with Barak. They all went to Mantabo. as God gave the instruction. And there, somebody whispered to Caesarea, Barak had gone to so-so-so place. The next thing Caesarea did was to gather his 900 chariots of men. Let us go. They could see that, yes, Caesarea with his army were pursuing because they are the, the, the base station on the man, so they could see. And there, Deborah boldly declared to Barak, Go after him, go after them, because the Lord has given them unto you. And they began to pursue. They pursued them because of weather, according to what some Bible scholars mentioned. But you know, things will work because God has mentioned it. What happened was that there was complete destruction of Sisera's army to the extent that Sisera himself jumped down and started to run for his dear life. 
Look at God walking again. There was an alliance between a family which we called Jael, the wife of Eber, and King Jabi. There was a sort of alliance between them. So Sisera ran into that, into, into, into the, into a tent, believing she was in a safe hand. But what happened to the extent that Sisera, I mean, um, Jael turned around to become Sisera's enemy is only God that could say it, that could just give us the reason. And again, what made a woman to be bold to approach a sleeping general to pick a hammer and tent peg and drive it through his temple? It can only be God. So that God's words will come to pass. Forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled. What is it that God has told you? In many situations, we'll begin, don't use physical eyes to scrutinize what God has told you. What are the key takeaways we can get from the life of Deborah? Number one, Deborah was very, very busy for the Lord. A woman, a wife, a judge, a prophetess. She must be extremely busy. I'm sure she will be cooking for her husband. She will have time again to settle disputes, she also created time to hear from God. Are you busy for God? Are you busy for God? As a teacher, as a youth worker, as an accountant, wherever God has called you, whatever God has called you to do, are you busy for God? Second thing, Deborah had a good relationship with God. To the extent that when God speaks, she could hear, she, she will differentiate. Yeah, this is God that is speaking. I've been married now for 24 years. If I'm out here and you put 100 men, 100 women in a room and just tell them, speak one by one, I think I should be able to pick my wise voice when she speaks. Why? We've been living together for 24 years. If I fail to, then 
<laughs> that is the type of relationship we are expected to have with God. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. As we are seated, there are so many interference going on. We have EE, we have O2, we have BT, we have Orange, and everything is jamming. Even this uh, microphone that I'm using is using radio frequency. Everything is jamming. So there's a lot of interference. But despite that, if you call my phone now, it will not jam into EE. It will not jam into BT. So the question is, in this world where we have so many distractions, are you connected Do you hear God? Do you even seek God in everything that you do? Proverbs 3, it says, we should not do things from our own ways. And then in all our ways, we should do what? And if we do what? He will direct our path. Do we acknowledge God in all our ways? The poor had a good relationship with God. Despite her busyness, she sought God. She heard from God. Distinctly, The other thing we could see from the life of Deborah was complete obedience. She obeyed God. She gave the instruction and she ensured that the instruction was carried out. 99% obedience is 100% disobedience. God gave Saul instruction. Go destroy everything. He said, when I got there, I saw something. I said, okay, let me take this so that I can go and sacrifice to you. And God sent the prophet. Is that what I told you? In this situation, we will see complete obedience. This, God gave the strategy and they followed it through. They didn't say, ah, we want to fight. Why must we go to the top of mountain? Why should we choose from Naphtali? Maybe we even have better soldiers from the family of Rodney or family of these. Why do we have to go? 
Maybe even the family of Natalie, we don't even know whether they are short men like myself. And then you want to go to our when we have taught brave people, why should we go there? God gave specific instruction and they follow it as given. What instruction has God given you that you are beginning to mix to put your own idea into it? Go away from here, knowing fully well. Forever O Lord, thy word is settled. Another takeaway from the life of Deborah is Deborah was a woman with big faith in God. Big faith in God. God has created women. They have so much. At times, I need to be sincere with you, even in my house. There will be some things that I will be panicking, and my wife will just do as if she's not bothered out. What type of woman think? But why do we have faith? Why can't we allow God to do it? Big faith in God. Pastor Yeltsin once said, if your dream does not frighten you, then it is not big enough. It simply means if your dream is things you can walk out here, I can do this, I can do this, it's not big enough. Will you dream big knowing that you serve a faithful God? Know that the God that backs you is more than able Another thing we could see from the life of Deborah is this. When Barak's faith was a bit shaky, Deborah was there to give that support. Can you imagine? They cried to God. God was ready to deliver. Barak, this is what God said you should do. Will you follow me? No, I'm not following you. But remember, Barak already said, if you are not following me, I'm not going to go. Barak's faith could be shaky. But God gave Barak, Deborah, to strengthen his faith. Who are those around you that God wants to use you to strengthen their faith? Your faith is not just for you alone. Who are those people that you can hold their hands in prayer and say, regarding this situation, we serve a living God. Deborah's faith supported that of Barak. And even when they got to Mantabo, when it was time for action, when Barak was still clueless, Deborah stood up and said, come on, go. Today the Lord has given this sincere into your hands. 
At times when you have that faith, it, at times you, it looks as if you are crazy, isn't it? It will look as if you are crazy because what you are seeing, ordinary eyes cannot see. When ordinary, ordinary eyes are seen, pull down. You are seeing what? Rise up. When, when ordinary eyes are seeing defeat, you are seeing what? Victory. Because the Lord God is with you. He promised, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Tell me, which battle has God fought and he lost? One? Can you mention them? None. That God is still for you. The last one. Deborah and Barak remembered the journey that led to victory. And they started to sing the songs of victory. If, we, if you read uh, Judges chapter 5. They remember the journey. And they started to sing victorious songs. Praising God. When God has done it, when God has given you the victory, do you return all the praises, all the thanks to him? Or do you think, yes, it is your wisdom, it is your ability that drove you through those hard times. And you know what? If you read Hebrews very well, Hebrews 13, I think, they never mentioned Deborah's name. In the roll call of people with faith, it was Barak's name that they mentioned. They never mentioned Deborah's name. Where is your faith today? Is your faith shaky? Are you fearful? In the various roles where God has put you in life, will you act like Deborah? Will you speak with faith? Will you, will you ask God for his wisdom? Will you ask God to lead you in things that you do? Will you be able to listen to God and give the direction? Here in the Bible, you will see they run to the prophets. And you are the first prophet of your life, you know? God is still seeking for people like Deborah. Will you be one this evening? God bless you. Amen.